member Beerkley's here, and welcome to the Spark Show, where we got comedy, news, and two forgettable digs. With Sparks, you've got tiny wrists. Pike hates French toast and your children. And you, the committee. Yo, what up, fucker? Subscribe now and become a committee member. Let's rock. That's what I'm talking about. Good, so good. So good. How are you? I think you and I both just woke up. I think we're both trying to like come on. Come on in. Oh yeah. We're revving. We're revving high right now, trying to jumpstart this this body. Yeah, I woke up. I woke up ten minutes before the episode started. Oh, thank you. That's like sacrifice. Which yeah, it's better than yesterday. Which is five (laughs) minutes. And it makes a difference. It does. Noticeably more awake today. Oh, that's good. That's good to know, man. I uh, I was up. Uh, I'm trying to think. You know what I did? I just snoozed my alarm. Remember, we were talking about how I don't snooze my alarm anymore today. Yeah, snoozed you it. Jump out of bed like a psychopath. <laughs> just so today, excited though, to see your yeah. beautiful face in the morning, Pike. I just I jump out. Bad. I can't wait for the show to begin. I'm thinking it more has something to do with like a screaming kid or something. No, my children are great sleepers. Really, dude. People are skilled to have amazed at my children's sleeping ability. Do you give them something before bed or what? Total drug them, man. Just totally drug them. Just every time. Nice. Like, hey. Here's a little bit of drill. No, um, <laughs> no, that was the one thing I was like, a goddamn Nazi about, you know, the sleep, sleep training these kids. Um, um I read like three books on how to get your kids to sleep. <laughs> I was like, really, really? I was like, I will not be. Yeah, because kids dictate your life in every fashion, shape, and form. And I was like, what? You can train them to sleep better? And I I was like, what is going on? And I was like, that's one thing I cannot have messed up is the sleep. So my wife and I really drilled down on bedtimes and the nighttime routine, getting their mind and body ready like knowing that okay this is time to wind down this is now bedtime this is now the thing and then even naps like it it, it takes me like 30 seconds to put my kid down for a nap i literally pick up pick up my daughter and i put her in the crib and i walk away and then she knows how to like soothe herself and go to bed a lot of times you have to like carry them you have to rock them you have to look here's some milk Here's this thing. Da, 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 da. I'm like, nope. Boom. See ya. You know what to do. And I'm out. <laughs> I'm just out of the room. That's amazing. Yeah. So my kids, dude, my kids sleep on average like 12 hours a night, which is great. Jesus. You should yeah. teach a class or do a podcast. <laughs> can, we, 
Can we throw in like a third thing? <laughs> yeah, no, uh, my, uh, yeah, my kid's bedtime is 7.30. My older son, you know, I have two kids. My son is four. My daughter's one and a half-ish. A little older than that. And so, you know, by the time 7.30 rolls around, she's in bed. By 8 o'clock, he's in bed. It's like it's time, you know? So, yeah, that's good. And then he's he just woke up. I heard him just waking up. So there you go. That's 12 hours. It sounds like daddy has a little more trouble sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> huh? You've had some late nights lately. I've had late nights, but I, I'm a night guy, you know? I stay up late. You, know, you got to practice what you preach. Hey, man, I get seven hours of sleep a night. That's my thing. That's it. Midnight till seven a.m. Okay. What about you? How many how many hours of sleep do you get a night? I was just thinking about I was just thinking about that this morning because for most of my adult life I was doing the morning show and getting like five hours was a dream, which yeah. is crazy to me. Like yeah. that's not enough at all. But that was like if I was lucky, and there were many nights because I have a lot of like, you know, anxiety and things where I would sleep for one or two hours or none. There were nights where I would just okay, well, I guess I didn't sleep tonight. Time to go to work. But this morning I woke up and I'm like, I got like eight hours at least of sleep. I'm still tired. If you're yeah. tired. You never wake up like fucking, all right, yeah, let's yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it, it makes a difference throughout the day where you don't like, oh, I need a nap right now. No, you're just like, nope, dude, getting through the day. I know, dude. Um, so Doing mornings trying to convince, I don't know if you had to convince your wife, not convince her, but like. My wife would start giving me shit. I'm like, I got to go down for a nap. You don't understand. I got to go for a nap. And she's like, 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 right in the middle of, you know, whatever the kids are screaming. I'm like, you don't get it. You don't understand. Oh. Like naps. When you're doing the morning show, naps, you nap harder. You sleep harder during a nap than you do at night for bed. Absolutely. Yeah. It's necessary. And people just like look at. Look down on naps. Like, oh, you fucking child. No. Like, you don't understand. This is like one half of the sleep I get. <laughs> yeah. It's just, I'm <laughs> split shifts. <laughs> you don't understand. This is the bulk of my my sleeping right now is going on yeah. here. Okay. And yeah, you're right, dude. When you get like seven, eight hours of sleep, continuous sleep, it's like you got, you have more gas in the tank throughout the day it's mm -hmm. like you know you get two hours of sleep i feel like you have the same amount of energy for the show and then once you get done with the show it's like this huge like brrr, power down mm -hmm. and then you're like uh and then you're dragging ass until i would always nap at like noon or one o'clock try to yeah. limit it to an hour it always turned into like an hour and a half two hours and everything but oh god yeah Oh, and I would. It would be three automatic three if I didn't set an alarm or anything. That was the worst part of the, the middle of the day. Worst part of the day. So if you had one thing come up, somebody's like, "Oh, let's go get lunch," or had a meeting or some bullshit. It's like, oh my god, you're just like, I'm yeah. awake. <laughs> I'm up. <laughs> While you're like doing, you know, drugs and <laughs> whatever the hell you can stay awake. It's a hell of a lunch. You're like, ah, you're yeah. doing drugs. It was Matthew McConaughey. Ah, okay. I got it. I understand. Yeah, dude, it's a... Uh, 
I know we're a little inside baseball right now, but it is a whole different way to live, and it's not a good one. Not a good one in terms of sleep. But it really geez. does take a toll on your life. So y- you better love it. Yeah, or you better be getting paid. One of the two. Yeah, there's. <laughs> you better be making yeah. good, damn good money, or you better love it, or both. But Jesus Christ, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. Well, hey, welcome to the show. I am uh, at Sparks Radio on all social media. That is not Financial Advisor at Pike Taylor Radio. He is on all social media at Pike Taylor Radio. Uh, It's his exact name. Pretty insane, right? I'm at Sparks Radio. No relation, though. I mean, same last name. Not not related. We're not brothers at all. We don't have the same. Do you know Jeff from... Um, guy, where's he from? Wisconsin. Do you have any family in Wisconsin? No. Is his last name okay. Radio as well? Yeah, yeah, that's my uncle. So oh. I didn't know if there was. Okay. Got it. No, no, I have zero family in Wisconsin. Well, I guess it's just a coincidence then. All right. Yeah, just kind of strange. But I'm also not a financial advisor yet. We're going to be talking a little bit of finances, a comedy finance podcast where we like to dibble and dabble into the finance world and hopefully making you laugh along the way. So make sure you're hitting subscribe. You're telling a friend. I hate asking you for reviews on Apple podcasts. I hate asking you to subscribe and hit the bell and like, and do all this bullshit. I hate it. There's nothing about this that I enjoy. I don't like groveling and asking for, Hey, could you do me a fair? I don't like being in anyone's pocket. Okay, I would like to stop doing it. Once we get enough reviews, I think at that point, we can just uh, put this thing away. We can just put that little review part away, and then we can never talk about it again, and I can just keep my head down in shame that I've ever had to ask you to do me a solid. So if you could just get that out of the way, hit the subscribe, hit the like, tell a goddamn friend, right? We're giving you nuggets of gold here. Way more than... How many podcasts do you listen to a week, Pike? How many podcasts do you listen to? Like two? I don't know. Do you? I listen to a lot because I'm at this rental property by myself. Just me alone with my thoughts. So I'm just crushing podcasts. I'm just mowing them down. And I can tell you, like 90% of the podcasts I listen to, although funny and enjoyable, Zero nuggets. There's no nuggets of anything taken away from that fucking thing. Zero. I am just. Yeah, it's like eating a cheese poof. It's like, oh, that was delicious, but it had zero sustenance. There was zero nutrition, and it just disintegrated. It's puffed air, you know, like. Yeah. yeah, Gone. Just poof. That's what a podcast is. Ours is like a rich protein bar of a fucking podcast and then it's coated in chocolate okay it's sweet it's delicious that's the comedy but in the center it's keeping you full a little bit with a little bit of financial zhuzh. you know what i'm saying yeah oh i know i i'm here every day for it i know we haven't even got to the big nugget part and i already you could turn the episode off right now and you know how to put your kid to sleep better <laughs> Uh, you know what kind of miserable life a morning radio person lives? Oh, you got all sorts yeah. of nuggets. God, and you know what? It's awful that I have to sit here and just grovel for likes and reviews on how many, 
How many times have we been asking for a Apple podcast review? And by the way, don't be like, well, most people li- listen on Android. Bullshit! Because I can see how many people are listening on Apple Podcasts. It's like 90% of people listen on Apple Podcasts. Yeah. And you know what? You're goddamn lazy. That's what you are. You're lazy because we haven't gotten any new reviews. And not only is that sad, and does that not make me depressed like we're wasting our GD time here, but I had to come back the next day and act like I don't check. Did we get any reviews? I just want to read them on the air, man. You just want one. Just want one, bro. Oh, Do we man. Have to start paying people? Still no reviews, man. None. <sighs> Damn. Damn. Somebody will do it. We'll get it done. Anyway, like, review, subscribe, all that bullshit. All right, so we got a hell of a show for you today. I'm really looking forward to this one. I, uh, I, I, I thought about this a lot. It's not a problem I have, but I know a lot of people have this problem. I'm like, how do we, how do we get around this problem, Pike? And I'm going to ask you what you think and how we can do it. And I'll tell you my solution about buying frivolous impulse shit, wasted or cash okay. on stuff that's just going to end up in the ocean anyway, you know? Right, right. That's what we're talking about. We also got the news that matters. But first, Pike, yeah. let me ask you this. Yeah. Have you ever legitimately karate kicked someone not joking around i'm talking about like you 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 karate these this person i don't think i have yeah i I can't think of no but i do remember in junior high there was this like we talked about this forever because there was this girl and a guy shouldn't be kicking a girl. I get it. But we were like in seventh grade and there was this girl who was like talking shit to this guy and he just like had enough. And we were up on a stage, you know, like in the, the gym, there was also the stage for like fucking plays happened. Yeah. And I know he what you mean. drop kicked this girl and she fell off of the stage. It was like a unbelievable thing. Drop kick. Like, Karate kick is one thing, but can you ever think of a time where you would drop kick somebody? What's a drop kick? Is that where you use both feet? Yeah, like you're completely in the air and you use both feet to kick somebody. So you're going to land on your fucking back, which is yeah. pleasant. But it's all the sacrifice kicking, uh, in this case, a seventh grade girl off of the stage. Did she die? <laughs> That no, sounds like a recipe no, for didn't. death. No, she's still with us. <laughs> but like said, sadly, <laughs> wow, she must have been a wretched person. Back then, yeah. You know what, though? In all honesty, that kid probably had a crush on her. And I'm not saying, you know, obviously that's the wrong way. And you should hit ladies. And uh, I love how I have to use that preface like I... Like, there could be someone out there that doesn't understand drop-kicking a woman is a bad idea. But, I, uh, it is a very bad idea. But he probably liked her. Because that's what you are in seventh grade. You're just doing, True. you know, dumb shit. 
Is that what I would do? Like I would I wouldn't have drop kicked a girl, but Yeah, no. This was you know, you gotta try to like cut through. It's like us with this podcast. <laughs> like there's a ton of kids like this girl. What are you gonna do that's different? I'm gonna drop kick her. Maybe she's into it. <laughs> oh no, yeah. <laughs> that's your idea. <laughs> I have to get her attention somehow. I know. I will drop kick her off a stage, and that way she'll never forget me. <laughs> she'll end up in the hospital, and I'll show up with flowers, and she'll have no choice but to give me a kiss. Oh, man. What a fucking... Yeah. You know what? Insane logic, but not too far off from, like, you know... This is probably a bad comparison, but that logic sounds the same as like, you know, school shooters. These uh these dudes that walk into the grocery store and start shooting people. It sounds like it's from the same strain of thought. You know? Okay. They're never yeah, gonna forget know. me. And then they go out and they do like heinous shit. Yeah. I think this is more of an impulse. I, I think we're giving him too much credit. Oh, we're giving too much credit. Okay. He didn't think it through. Oh, yeah, he okay. just for whatever reason, his reaction is to just leave his feet and drop it. You say that now, but I think in about 10 weeks, when this guy's had enough of this pandemic bullshit, we're going to see local Minnesota man dropkick 30 people at a grocery store recently. He just went around just dropkicking everyone in the produce <laughs> section. Just. I'd be like, that's him. That's the guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he puts on the dropkick Murphys and he just starts going, hey! on people oh, at the deli counter <laughs> yeah i know that yeah. all right i'm yeah. wearing a st patty's shirt today it says beer i'm See finished that? it says beer three times dude it says beer 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 tiddly beer <laughs> does it really say tiddly beer yeah yeah you can <laughs> hey, what a ridiculous shirt ah, right. ridiculous hey well, can, let me ask you this. What's the best song named after a girl? I'm talking the title is the name of a girl. That's it. I immediately wanted to go with uh, Sour Girl by Stone Temple Pilots. No, no, no. But that's I'm, not a name of a girl. Yeah, right. Like, I'll throw a couple at, like, from the beginning uh, of time, we'll have, like, Hey Jude, Barbara Ann. Sure. Mandy. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I mean, there's a song called Cocaine. Is that a woman's name? Is that Not be... that I know of. Oh, okay. Parts. Yeah. No. Interesting. No. Got to be like, I mean, we probably wouldn't even need to argue whether it's a name because it's obviously a name. That's more of what I'm going for. I mean, there's got to be some woman out there named Cocaine, right? I mean. Yeah, but like that's not what I'm looking for here. Okay. All right. So uh, you're looking for a solid <laughs> lady's name. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like uh, Angie is one. Angie? Yeah. Who's that? Some 80s song. Was oh, that uh? Was it Def Leppard or something? Yeah, I hate Def Leppard. 
Uh, I'm going to go My Chemical with... Romance at Helena. My Chemical Romance, probably the worst band of all time. I'm going to go with... <laughs> I think we just went into the hot take factory. Oh, we just now entering the tank factory. Dude, the worst bands of all time are, are this. Ready? I'll get to your question here in a second. According to me, the worst bands of all time. Number one, Van Halen. Hate them. Never liked them. Thought they were awful. Uh, instrumentally, very good. I'm not going to deny Eddie Van Halen. I'm not going to deny. Look. They get, I got it. They're talented. Blah, 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 fucking blah. It's David Lee Roth and his goddamn leg kicks and his seagull. Ah! Dun, 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 Yeah, I hate it. I hate everything about hair metal and hair music. I hate it. Every single one is awful, and I wish it was just eradicated from the earth. It's the worst form of music of all time and that's more than country music i hate hair metal more than i hate country and i hate country it's disgusting i I, I might be i might be there with you really hair metal bad real bad i hate it yeah none of it i like yeah none dude yeah it's so awful and i don't i hate the people that love hair metal and they also think that they're super badass so like yeah i'm a man and I ride a motorcycle. Oh, fuck yeah. Oh, macho guy. Fucking high pitched synths come in. Ah, jump. Ah, eye makeup, teased hair, hairspray. I'm a guy. I wear so much leather. Fuck up. God, you're aw- you're an awful human. To their defense, they probably like don't only listen to Jump by Van Halen. <laughs> like there's there's other like guitar based right. Have you songs. Seen my <laughs> pencil? Oh, hot for teacher. Like, oh yeah, God, you're yeah. aw- you're awful. David Lee Roth is an awful person with an awful voice and awful lyrical abilities he's just bad he's bad he captured an awful moment in time you know what else captured an awful moment in time the bubonic plague there is they're equal to van halen <laughs> god good that's fair i'm not gonna argue because yeah i don't like him either sorry you feel very strongly hey I, I don't and they're always much. on they're always on Oh, they're everywhere. I'm watching a movie. I turned on a movie yesterday. Ready yeah. Player One, opening credit scene, Van Halen. I'm like, oh, fuck. What are you? God, God. Dude, give it like 10 years. It'll be gone. That's what I said 10 years ago. Oh. And then they're everywhere. And they're like, oh, they're the best band I've ever. Really? Same with like Molly Crew. Ah, dude, it's just... I, just real bad. I'm sorry. Poison. If you wore no, I'm here. eyeshadow in a non-ironic sense, then I can't stand you. Sorry. Well, that brings you to the next point, because you the reason we went into the hot take factory is because you were shitting on My Chemical Romance. Yeah. Now, I don't want you to go on a similar rant, because that's going to bother me. But tell me why you think they're one of the worst <laughs> bands ever. 
Okay. Oh, just God. doing, just doing. Stop. Like a Whining. parody voice of any band is gonna make them. Sound. That's like that's that's equivalent of me and you getting. It's like doing that. What, like what, what was that? What was that? You know, like when you're, you're, you, you know, like when you're arguing with somebody as a child, and they say they're the they're the worst band of the world, and then I go, "They're the worst band in the world." It's like, okay, yeah, that's not how I sound, but sure. Yeah, well, that's exactly how they sound. My Kevin Romans. But I was a young boy. All right, you're, you know what you're trying to do? Trying to be Freddie Mercury, and it's not working. It's awful. You should stop because you have a not even a modicum of talent as Freddie Mercury or Queen. You're you're just an atrocious, whiny band. First of all, you're a grown man writing music for 14-year-old girls. Get a grip. You're, it's a money grab, and you're sitting there going, Welcome to the Black Parade, when really you're you're a grown man. And you're worried about a 401k and shit. You know what I mean? You're like, oh, do we have enough milk how for the bottles? Like, that's what you're that thinking. Came out, that song came out in 2005. How, you don't know how old he was. And they have, that's their biggest hit, maybe. And, and you're awful. basing it all off that. They have a ton of, a, first of all, they're really talented. Obviously, very good musicians. Totally. They disagree. are. They, they just, I mean, they just are. They're not. I've played in a My Chemical Romance tribute band. Okay. I know how. Oh, God, you have bad taste in movies and music and food. Oh, oh, no. Here's what it is. I'll tell you this, okay? Just like David Lee Roth and Van Halen for me and My Chemical Romance for you, it was the era in which you were born. So anybody who was born in my time frame, you know you and I are five years apart. I'm 35, you're 30 years old. So in 2005, you were right in the midst of forming your musical taste. And that was music for you. It was like design and curtailed towards you. I grew up in, like, I started developing my musical taste. You probably do it from by the time you're 10 to 25. Like, that's your music from now on. So I was already past Van Halen, and I was already before My Chemical Romance. So when My Chemical Romance came out, I was like, this is, what the fuck is, this is the death of rock and roll. This is awful. Because I came from grunge and up. You came in Blink-182, pop punk and up. That's where you came, you, like, you came in and then moved on. I understand that that definitely helped form our musical taste but i think objectively we could say like you know my chemical romance is Trash. talented no it they are t- they are i'm gonna go with barbara okay. and by the way to solve here oh, okay, beast boys great. barbara ann I mean, that's a that's a dope ass i mean first of all they broke it up ba 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 barbara ann i mean that's come on ba 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 barbara can we you should try to harmonize ba, should we try to har- harmonize yeah you you stay, you stay on the low end, yeah. Okay, ready? Ba, ba, ba. Wait, are we starting? Okay, I'll yeah, do it. you're going to go first, okay. and then I come in, yeah. Okay. Ba, 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 baran. Ba, 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 
I'm like, wow, what the hell? Let's listen to the Beach Boys. Fuck yeah, like, dude, wrong. you're in Florida. Yeah. Of course you listen to the Beach Boys. Right. Makes sense. It was a live album. And it said it was the live album. They were doing Barbaran live from Fargo, North Dakota. I'm like, what? In like 1967. Whoa, yeah. like how that's do, amazing. First of all, A, yeah. How do they have a recording of this? And it sounded really good. It's <laughs> <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. I, I love the Beach Boys. Beach Boys are great. And I got to say this. Uh, there's a great joke in the movie surf ninjas about that song Ooh, i bet that's right i associate those things i just i would i don't remember enough yeah it. there was this guy he was like this buddhist monk his name was the baba ram and so he was coming to visit the school and the older surf ninja dude forgot that he was coming so he got everyone to go ba 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 ram ba 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 ram <laughs> he started singing <laughs> Just replace Bob Aram instead of Barbara Ann, and there you go. And oh, I'm just so say, glad you said that. Yeah, the principal was very upset in that movie. All right, look, we've wasted a half hour just getting past. Let me ask you this, all right? There's been a lot of, see what I'm talking about? Rich, dense protein in the middle of this coated chocolate podcast. All right, so are we ready to, to, to learn something here? Because I... I learned this and I thought this was absolutely brilliant. And I'm like, yeah, you know what? This is exactly what I do. And I should just tell people this little trick because it's really good. How are you at buying the right stuff? Like spending your money perfectly, Pike. Are you good at it? Are you... Do you have impulse well, control? I always order the wrong thing at restaurants. Is that what we're talking about? Uh, no, I'm not going to give you, I'll give you credit, uh, slack on that. Cause I do that shit all the time. People, yeah. you know, I'll tell you what though. We had this, uh, Korean place last night and oh. knocked it out of the park. Was it Korean oh, barbecue? So, no, it was, um, oh wait, was it Korean or Vietnamese? It, well, who does pho? That's Vietnamese. Okay. It was Vietnamese then, but it was very good. I've never uh, had anyway. pho. Oh, I've never had either. it. I know there was, it was like they're, so anytime you're like going to a place and they're known for this or they're f like, it's like going to Arby's and getting a chicken sandwich. You're taking a risk. They're known for one thing. You're going to venture off of that. The balls you have. Oh boy. But I did. And it was delicious. Nice. It's like a noodle, a noodle dish with seafood. I had squid. Wow. You ever had nice. squid? Yeah. Enough about my. I don't know if I've ever had squid. Is that calamari or is that octopus? Uh, they're all in the same family. They're all very cartilagey. <laughs> <laughs> but this, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, no, I uh, never had pho. I don't know if I've ever had squid. I might have. I'm not sure. Um, but here's the thing: when you go to the store, are you like, hey, you know what? I'm going to start buying shit because I want it. Or you know, an example I have is. You know, at the like right at the checkout counter, they always have the gum. They always have the candy bars. They always have like sunflower seeds and magazines to try to get you to buy that shit at the very end of your shopping trip. Oh yeah, they're like, we I'm gonna milk a couple more bucks out of this sorry piece of shit here. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah. So what ends up happening is you buy it because it's an impulse buy. 
It's at the last second. You're like, yeah, I'll take that. And you throw it down. It's only a buck, whatever. And that's, you know, I'm not sitting here knocking that kind of shit. Because you're right. It's only a buck and chewing gum is delicious. But here's the thing. Some people have impulse control when it comes to just spending their money as is. So I want to talk about that. And now I want to talk about how to try to curb impulse control in a reasonable, easy way. And this is something that I do because some people, dude, they like impulse control is very, very difficult. Some people buy like big stuff, like a car. Like, they'll go test drive a car, and they're like, no, I want it. This is amazing. I need this. And they'll go fucking sign for the car as soon as they're done test driving it. You know what I mean? There's a reason why, mm-hmm. like, when you go try on suits, if you ever bought a suit, they go, just get them to try on the jacket. Get them to try on the shoes, the hat, the coat, the gloves. Once they try it on, they make this association in their brain, I need this, right? This is mine now. I touched it. You know what I mean? Like, it's really tough. So this is the kind of impulse control that could really just wreck your finances, blow your budget, throw you in a fucking financial hole for years. Even like cell phones. Think about that. Cell phones are expensive. And sometimes you're like, well, I need a new phone. And you go to the store to fix your phone. And then all of a sudden, you're walking away with an $1,100 phone or something now. You know, it's like, good God. I didn't mean to buy this. So... I really want to focus on that. And here's a cool little trick to, uh, to, to use to master your impulse control. Are you good at impulse control when it comes to buying? Um, yes, I would say yes. Like I, I'm not going to just go to the store and then like end up buying something. But one thing I will do is like, if I say I'm going to go buy shoes or something, like I know I'm doing it, but I'll end up spending way more than I wanted because I saw something better or something like oh yeah that's what i want yeah that makes you know sense. so yeah. yeah like i'm not just like a, one of these women who you know i was talking about going to target and ending up with the whole store it's like no Dude, i'm not doing that yeah. yeah if you're a lady and you go to target without like a defined list you're walking out with fucking weaved baskets a new lamp you're like oh the Curtains, throw pillows yeah. they're brand new and you're like what the fuck what happened you know <laughs> The hundred dollar yeah. store. That's what we call it. The hundred dollar store. You walk in, you're spending a hundred bucks in Target, and it's just, oh, it it's insane. So here's this is what I do. This is a good method, and I know that controlling your impulses is easier said than done. Because good God, look at the guys on the subway that are flashing their dongs. Like, dude, control your impulses. Put it away. Yeah, that's what I, I yell at impulse. streakers. Put it away. Control your what impulses. What do we say? We, oh, yeah. You guys say, hey, bro, that's a tiny dick. <laughs> and they'll be like, really? What? <laughs> and then they'll put it away. Let me see it again. Let me get a better view. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I knew it. Tiny. Good Lord. Yeah, you look like a Greek statue in all the wrong ways. Real bad. Nice. Yeah. I think that little wang over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, just impulse control is really hard in general because we're humans. You know what I mean? My, my thing is like, sweets i got a sweet tooth and if i if there was like a box of cookies right here next to me that fucker would be gone you know like i would just yeah i mean oreos like a bag of oreos i've been watching tv and i look down and that bag is gone dude like i will eat the entire bag of oreos 
<laughs> in one city. I'm like, what's wrong with me? I'm a monster. Ah. But that's okay. I mean, they're going to, like the way I think of it, you, you were going to eat them anyway, right? You weren't going to throw any out, yeah, whether it be over the next three days. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah. same. It's not the same. It's not, because at least you have ch a chance to burn that energy. And your body can process that. It can't process that much sugar at once. <laughs> it's like, I didn't mean to go diabetic uh, during the episode of, you know, The Bachelor or whatever is on TV. What happened? Ah, <laughs> uh, well, I lost my foot because March Madness was on or something. You know? You don't want that. So... Impulse control is very difficult. And I always thought, dude, if you can master your impulses, you are mastering your world. You are in control of your own domain kind of a thing. And I just, I love that feeling. Uh, they say master uh, control is the master of addictions. And I totally agree with that. Control. Control. That's what I like. Absolutely. In a lot of senses. Not just uh, financially or food. Yeah, it's like that's really the, almost the key to being a responsible adult. Yeah. Just in every every aspect of it. Yeah, but not even just responsible. But that's that's the key, in my opinion, of like of of being a successful, wealthy. If we're talking finances, that's a successful, wealthy person. You got to think society is programmed to sell you shit constantly. You're sitting there being inundated with advertising and messaging, trying to change your frame of mind all the time. I it's, it's insane. And in the United States, I think in my opinion is probably the worst at it because our whole society is based on it. It's based on buying shit, right? We are a capitalist society and we are always trying to sell you something. So it's uh, it's tough. It's tough to be out there, especially if you have you know weak impulse controls. So how do you do it? How do you get rid of this, this, this need to buy it, right? And uh, here's my trick, because this is what I started doing. My mom, my mother is a big list person, right? So she'll write down lists of everything. Uh, what, yeah. What's on the plan today? Every day she has a list of things she's got to accomplish. A list of things to get at the grocery store. A list of whatever. It's always a list. Well, let's make a list. Well, let's make a list. You start with a plan. Let's make a list. And I agree. That's been passed down and popped into my brain. Make a list. So here's what I do. I make a list of all the things I want. I put it in my phone. Right? I just type it in my phone. I've got... Uh, the notes app i just pop open the notes classic. app classic dude that thing is that is powerful that notes app speaking of powerful oh. fuck it's the one of the best Full apps on the lists phone. yeah nothing but lists grocery lists to-do lists boom lists of things i want I, that's right i looked at my list <laughs> the first thing on it is <laughs> plants <laughs> wow <laughs> big goals <laughs> Dude, it's, it's powerful. So here's the thing. Next time you are on Instagram, next time and you see one of those ads for one of those dumb toy things, because remember when we had Pat Quinn on here and he was talking about how he bought that 
that thing that sticks to the ceiling and you throw it up and it sticks and it drops down and you throw it up, it sticks, you know, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Next time you see frivolous shit like that, that you think is cool and you want it. It doesn't matter if it's a PS5. It doesn't matter if it's something you bought off uh, Instagram. It doesn't matter if it's a new car, like we use that example, or a suit, or a hat, or shoes. Shoes are like a big impulse buy, right? You're on there. Oh, there's the sale. Click buy, right? You don't give it a single second, and they just stole your money. So what you got to do is you write it down. Get a list of what you want. Write it down. And this is what I call, well, we can come up with a better name. Actually, let's come up with, I'll, I'll tell you what it is, and then let's come up with a name together. And then maybe the committee can help us out with, uh, with coming up with the name. You wait 30 days. You give it one month. That's it. Because that's going to do three things. If you wait 30 days and it sits on your list, it's going to give, it's going to do third, three things. And one, it's going to curb that, that desire to have it now. You're like, it's on the list. I'm not going to forget about it. It's written down. I'll come back to it later, right? It's going to curb the need to have it now fucking reflex trigger finger. Two, it's also going to give you time to price check whatever it is you're looking at. If it's a new car, that's a lot of money. You might want to do some research on how much it costs. Even if you love that car, you can look at other dealerships. You can look on private sales. You can look on Craigslist. You can look on... You can start price comparison, right? It's going to give you time to price check that shit. And yep. three, it's going to let you know whether or not you really wanted to buy it. Because if it's still there on that list after 30 days, you're going to be like, God, I still need this. This is still part of my life that I still really, really want it. So if it's that new phone, if it's a PS5, if it's a car and you still are like, oh, this is definitely a great value. I've done more research. That was a hell of a deal. I'm going to go buy it. 30 days will let you do that. I guarantee after 30 days, you're going to be like, I don't, why would I want that ceiling thing that fucking sticks to the ceiling? Why, why would I want that Instagram <laughs> thing? I don't need this. This is stupid. I love, think, <laughs> I love the thought of mulling that over for 30 days. Yeah. Re researching various things that stick to the ceiling. Oh, that'd be funny. It would be great. But at the same time, you're not going to want it after 30 days because it's a waste. And what did Pat Quinn say? Ah, it's a waste of money. You get it? It doesn't even work right. In 30 days, you could read the reviews on it at least and be like, this thing sucks, right? Oh, yeah. I don't think you need 30 days. <laughs> really? I mean, 30 seconds, maybe. But I'm just saying there's this impulse to buy stuff. It's like we're bored. Like, they give you your citizenship and this impulse to just go spend your money when you become an American, you know, mm -hmm. you're like born in this, like I got to go spend this cash and it's not right, dude. It's not, you don't, that's your cash. What are you doing? Just handing it over to someone. They're like sticking a gun in your chest in an alley and yelling, give me your money. And you're like, Oh, but you have to give me those sticky ball ceiling things first. <laughs> it's, it's stupid. So what do you think we should call it? What's this thing called? A 30-day impulse control. You just make a list and then you write it down. Mm, yeah, 30 days. 30 days. The 30-day.
34. I was thinking like 30 for 30 on ESPN. Thirty for thirties, have you said? Yeah, I was just trying to make a spoof off off that. You know what I have written we can take down? It like tick. Okay, I have what? written down the impulse thirty, but that's just first of all, it sounds like a fucking thigh master of something. It sounds yeah. like it sounds like something. You know, I'm working on my ass. Really? Yeah, I bought the impulse thirty. Really? Cool. Uh you could have strong glutes here. What, what about this? Like everything's a, a TikTok dance, right? Or that's the hip thing. So what if we called it the 30 day reconsider jitter? I love it. <laughs> thinking about it. Yeah. Thinking about it for 30 days. Yeah, that is awesome. And I think I strongly think we should invent that dance because the 30 day reconsider jitter. <laughs> That's so dumb. <laughs> oh, dude, we really need to invent that dance. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, I'm all in. I mean, let's film it. Can we yeah, do that? So yeah, we can edit it, right? But, all right. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to film the reconsider jitter. Okay. And so we're like, going to paint it as, here's how you save money. Write it down. That has to be in the dance, right? Write it down. Make a list. Yeah. Right? Wait 30 days. Yeah. And then uh, and then revisit. See if you reconsider jitter. Do I need it? Love it. Oh, goddamn, Pike. You are your godsend, my friend. Well done. God, see, you're a genius. All right, I'm done yapping over here. Settle uh, down now. Let us let us know what you think, all right, about the reconsidered jitter. Shout out to the committee. Appreciate it. Let's get to the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Yes, this is the news that matters. Holy shit. All right, well, I know you love a robbery that takes some, you know, skill, some some planning. Yeah. Well, this guy, he went all in for this robbery. I'm not going to tell you what he was going to steal at the end, okay? Okay. But basically, a scene out of Mission Impossible here. Uh, this guy broke into the top floor of a six-story building. So here's how he did it. He climbed on the roof. Tied a piece of rope to the railing and rappelled over the side. So he's no safety harness, by the way. This is like raw dog in it as far as rappelling goes. He's just holding on to the rope. That's right. Yeah. That he had anchored up on the on the railing. I love so this now, guy already. Love this guy. And this okay, this is in Japan. This is in Tokyo. So he break he rappels down to the top floor, which is like 16 feet down. Kicks the window in, breaks into the store, and goes inside and steals $10,000 worth of what? I just want to give you a guess. Oh, there's a fill in the blank at the end. Yeah, yeah. What did he, what did he do all this work 
to steal $10,000 worth of what from this store? God damn it. You know what? You, 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 you threw a curveball at me there with the whole oh. Japan part. Yeah. I mean, that. I think that matters. Hold on. Because now, now you've done it. Now officially... Now we have oh, a Japan it. alert. Now we got a Japan alert, uh, which means, look, I love Japan. I love everything about Japan, but God, you never know what's coming out of there. It can be anything. It can be an anime convention he broke into. It can be the Sony factory. They can be making diamonds. They could be a nuclear reactor malfunction. It is a wild place. Japan, especially Tokyo, the largest city on Earth. So I'm going to go with. Um, I'm going to go with a sushi factory. He stole giant. A 500 pound tuna is what he broke into and stole. Uh, that's he tied it to the rope and dragged it up to the roof. You're going to rappel up a building with a 500 pound tuna. Come on. No, he dropped it. He dropped it. Oh. Oh. When he got out. All right, you know, no. he tied it to the well, rope and pulled it down. And it flopped down and still alive. And he swam away with it and on the rope. It's incorrect. It's, it's so far. It's wrong. It's bad. Um it was Pokemon cards, okay? Oh my god, I knew it. Something Is that your next guess? Yeah. Oh! Pokemon. Japan! Every time, I tell you, dude. God, it could be anything. Could have said, oh, he stole the world's most expensive ramen. It could be, uh, uh, I don't know. Oh, man. Pokemon cards, yeah. huh? Wow. Yeah, he said he was just trying to pay off debt. But how did they catch That's him? He stole. They had him on video. You do all he that said the, and you don't know about the video cameras? I know. I know. Um, he said he was in his high school's rock climbing club, so he wasn't really afraid of, of the rappel <laughs> job. Yeah. Same thing. Way to go, dude. You're going to be in prison for Pokemon cards? Like, I had all the respect in the world for this guy. It sounded like he was doing <laughs> it, right? Rappelling down the roof, kicking in the window, six stories. No alarms are up that high. I thought this guy was in. I was so on board. And then this guy had to go and ruin it. I thought I was hoping it was going to be like some experimental technology or something. You know? No. Just put a ski mask on and there's no way they can identify you. Thank you. God, this thing sucks, dude. This guy. You know what? This guy. No respect for this guy. Well, here's my story. I do have one today. This is pretty cool. I read this. Uh, this involves two of my favorite things, finance news and Chipotle. And oh. yeah, tomorrow being Thursday, tomorrow's April Fool's Day. And the, Chipotle assures us that this isn't an April Fool's joke. They're like, this is no, it's a real thing. Okay, we're not joshing you here. So please don't think that we're lying. This is the real deal. Chipotle says that they're giving out a bunch of Bitcoin tomorrow. Because it's National Burrito Day. It makes so, sense. <laughs> yeah. Obviously. I know. You go to the website burritosorbitcoin.com. It starts tomorrow. 
you type in a six digit code. If you guess the six digit code correctly, then uh, you're going to get some Bitcoin. So they're going to have, uh, uh, I think it's three players are going to get $25,000 in Bitcoin. Then, oh, here it is. 50 fans will win $500 in Bitcoin. Three will win $25,000. And 10,000 people will win one burrito. And you get 10 tries to type in a valid six-digit code. So, dude. Wow. Remember Kathy Wood, who we talked about on ARK Invest? Right? She started with... She, um, yes. Okay. So, Kathy Wood, CEO of ARK Invest... Uh, I think it's ARK Investment. It's an investment firm called ARK Invest. And what they do is they solely invest in disruptive companies. So if you have a market that's like, you know, the traditional, hey, I go and I see a doctor in a doctor's office. Well, then Kathy is going to say, hey, not anymore, dude. You're going to go to this thing called Teladoc where you can FaceTime with the doctor. So you don't have to go in. They can write you prescriptions over FaceTime. Right? That kind of thing. So, disruptive technologies. Dude, yesterday, she came out saying, like, Bitcoin? Let me see. Bitcoin. Kathy, what? So, she came out saying, $1 trillion is nothing compared to where this will be ultimately. So right now, Bitcoin has a trillion dollar market cap, right? All Bitcoin, all the Bitcoin in the world is worth one trillion dollars. She's saying it's nothing compared to where it's going to be. That's how Bitcoin really? is going to just keep going up in value. And it's going to be, it's a hell of an investment. And this is what she's saying, right? Essentially. Yeah. Can you imagine winning fucking $25,000 of free Bitcoin from Chipotle? And then later in life, that thing's worth a million or a billion or a billion. How'd you get it? Oh, I got it for free from a burrito place. Yeah, guess the number. Oh, dude, that would be amazing. It'd be amazing. So there you go. Jump on uh, the website. Tomorrow is when it launches. Burritosorbitcoin.com. And the reason why you get 10 different tries is because remember that dude who... His name was Stephen Thomas in San Francisco, who had all that Bitcoin on that hard drive. That's right. And he had he ten tries. It? Huh? Did he ever get it? What, what? How did that end? He locked. He got locked out. No, he's not locked out. He hasn't gotten it. He's got his two tries still. He hasn't touched it. It's worth two hundred and twenty million dollars. I feel like there's got to be a way we can help him. You know? Well, Can't we just yeah. I know there, I know. there I know. tons of people came forward and said, Hey, I am a, you know, hacker. I can help you out. I could get into that thing. So far or half the money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you do that? I would do that. Yeah, I, yes. If it meant that or none. Yeah. Yeah. Right now. Anyway, can you imagine just walking by in your house? Just looking at that fucking hard drive, looking at it. God damn it. <laughs> Every morning. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> well, there you go. I'm finished. I'm finished. Win yourself some Bitcoin tomorrow over on uh, burritos or Bitcoin.com. I want, I want the burrito. I'm thinking about a burrito tomorrow. Mm. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Love me some Chipotle.
uh, a big investor in Chipotle. All right, so there you go. That's it. Thank you so much for listening. Look, if you could subscribe, I know I went on that goddamn tirade earlier, but if you could hit subscribe, thumbs up, bells, leave a review. That's all great. But if you really want to help out the show, tell a friend. Okay, we do this every single day, 8 a.m., so make sure you're jumping on here, 8 a.m. Eastern. Get on here, watch it live if you want. Send the link to a friend. If you catch it on the podcast, you can just text it to a buddy and be like, yo, dude, impulse control, and then make the list. And then, Pike, you and I have to film, what was it called? The The 30-day reconsider jitter. (laughs) 30-day reconsider jitter. I can't wait to see this happen and watch it sweep the nation here. Dude, we have to film it. It's going to go viral. Dude, if this doesn't go viral, I don't know what does. First of all, we finally will be able to tell the masses about, you know, it's a fun dance, but again, it has that little nugget of, you know, of like knowledge in the center covered in chocolate. Mm-hmm. Candy coated. It's an M&M. It's an M&M. It's a, a peanut M&M. All right. Well, there you go. Follow him on all social media at Pike Taylor Radio. I am at Sparks Radio on all social media. And that'll do it for us. Any last words, Pike? He's just jittering. So the over motherfuckers. Now get out of here. <laughs>